Hello, and welcome to the first ever broadcast of Build a Better Broadcast podcast. I'm your host, Darren Plummer. Today, I'm surrounded by students from the Intro to Sports Broadcasting class. We're going to get to know them here in a minute. But first, let me tell you what this podcast is about. We're going to talk about what it takes to build a better broadcast. What are the positions? What's the food like? What are these students like? What don't they like? We're going to get to all that more when we come back on Build a Better Broadcast podcast. CTV Sports Network. For more information, visit ucmo.edu slash DMP. All right, welcome back. Like I said before, I'm surrounded by students from the Intro to Sports Broadcasting class. We're going to get to know them a little bit. We're going to start over here on my right with River. River, tell us a little bit about yourself, your name, your uh, your major, what year in school you are, and a fun fact, if it, there's anything fun all about right. you at all. Thanks, Darren. My name is River Riley. I'm a sophomore, UCM DMP major. You go to UCM? Yeah, it's wow, University okay. Central Missouri. Awesome, yeah, actually. That's, that's I've never been there before. Uh, Warrensburg, Missouri, great town. Okay. <laughs> Love to do that. Right. Okay. Uh, DMP, focus on sports reporting and broadcasting. Fun fact, brand new to DMP, just decided last spring. Have you ever played an instrument, like a tuba or anything? <laughs> actually, I did one time in, like, sixth oh, grade. Oh, that's Sixth cool. grade, wow. That's yeah, interesting. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah, Very fun. really cool. Yeah, it was that much cool. larger than I was, but I yeah. was pretty good. <laughs> it was much larger. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. That's okay. Funny. To River's right, we have Emily. Emily, tell us a little bit about yourself and some fun facts. There's not much fun about me, but I'll try. Um, my name is Emily. I'm a junior digital media production major with an emphasis in live studio and remote. And fun fact about me, um, I'm assistant directing a movie tomorrow, short film. Tomorrow? Short. Yes. Okay. Uh, not sure when you'll house. be able to listen to this, but tomorrow is actually a Friday, just FYI, mm-hmm. for those of you at home, but go on. That's all I was going to say. That's it. It's that Old Drum Coffee House. Shout out them. Okay. Shout <laughs> That's out. That's all I was going to say. All right. And to Emily's right, we have Cass, last but not least. Uh, tell us about yourself. Tell us a fun fact. Well, here I am again. My name's Cass. Let's hear. Darren, thanks again so much for yes. having me. It's such a blessing. You keep saying again like that means and and on, yeah, yeah, don't don't okay. don't dig into that okay. too much. Um, I'm also a junior. Go to UCM. Live studio. And a fun fact about me is I'm a Virgo. That is as fun as it gets. Fun, yes. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Okay. Uh, I would think a fun fact would be like you work at Camo West or something silly like that. Yeah, that, no. Oh, that, you do. Okay. I mean, oh. actually, I do. Oh, wow. Thanks awesome. for uh, pointing right. that out. Yeah. That's Excellent. cool. That's, oh, you didn't just wear cool. that shirt today? No. Yeah, I actually am just... employed. Where can I get okay. one of those shirts? Oh, actually, you got to work with... there. Oh, damn. Yes. All right. Now that we know a little bit about our guests that we have here with us. Let's talk a little bit about broadcasting and what it takes. When people at home think broadcasting, I don't really think they know what it takes to make a broadcast, the positions that go into it. Um, River, I'm going to start with you. Talk about a position on a broadcast that maybe the people at home don't know what it is. So I've worked uh, really only three positions. I've done technical director, replay, and camera. This last Tuesday, most recently, we had a volleyball game against uh, Mo West, and Sweet. I got to run. Uh, <laughs> I got to run replay for that. So for replay, I was catch. Uh, I was asking the cameras to capture some good uh, close-up shots of 
some players or coaches interacting with each other, showing their emotions. And so whenever they would get those clips, I would take that, save that replay for when we were going into commercial or towards the end of the game, and just loop those clips to make the uh, viewing experience more okay. pleasurable. So replay is a position that you would say probably people at home don't know what it takes to, to be a good right. replay might person. not be thought about as much, uh, yeah. kind of looked over, because we see it so much with the big football games right. and stuff. It's just kind of You natural. see it as one of those elements that yeah. just adds a little bit more to the broadcast. Right. It's not necessarily yeah. changing the outcome of, of the game or anything like that, but it, it makes it more, more. Yeah. enjoyable for the, the viewer. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And what would be mm-hmm. a position that you would want to talk about where it's something maybe you've done or something you want to do in the future? Yeah, so just kind of piggybacking off of that, um, something that people don't might or might not really think about very often when you're watching a broadcast is the technical director position. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're watching a broadcast, you don't really notice the cuts, and that's something that's most important as a technical director is you're pushing the buttons to make those cuts and uh, determine which camera angle we're viewing the game from. Um, that would be my very that was my very first uh, position that I did. And that was at the football game. That was stressful. Okay. Um, directly after that was directing. And the fun fact about that was that I had to direct a soccer game after a football game. So the change of pace was very, yeah, it went from very, very quick different. to very slow. I feel like in future podcasts, we'll talk about the difference in sports and what yeah. it takes. But yeah, going to, from a football game that's very high impact, uh, a lot of camera angle changes and stuff like that to going to soccer. Uh, that, that's a big change in direction. Definitely. But yeah. So Definitely. technical director. Okay. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Cass, what would be a position that uh, you would like to like to do or you have done that uh, you think the people at home probably don't understand what it entails? Um, I think that the director obviously is the main point of view. They're going to be setting up the shots. They're going to be taking the shots. That's what the viewer is going to see. And the director's point of view and how they, you know, direct the cameras and everyone there is really important to produce a good quality broadcast. Okay. So one thing that I like to say in class is the technical director is the hands and fingers of the director. So hands is it fingers. important for, since you both named the technical director and the director, is it important to have a good collaboration? And is there a trust factor that goes with that? Definitely, I would say so. Who did you TD for? I TD'd for Luke the first time. Okay. Luke Jenkins. Jenkins Jenkins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jenkins. Uh, Luke was a former student of mine. He did the intro in advanced classes last year, and he came back to produce. Um, and so I had him direct the first football game. So mm-hmm. he had several games under his belt, unlike the entire crew pretty <laughs> right, much. Right, pretty much. Um, and so I think that can be good or bad, but it sounds like you worked well under that pressure. It was great knowing that he had done it last year. And luckily, I'd also had some other classes with him. So even though we didn't know each other like super personally, I knew that like he had it under control. He wasn't just throwing out like, you know, we'll switch to this camera ah, just because. I felt like he knew what he was talking he about. Took charge, and we had known each other do. a little bit. So okay. there was definitely a Excellent. trust determined before I started pushing when buttons. You, when you directed Cass, who was your uh, TD? Um, I when I Garrison, oh, no. Garrison. Okay, sorry. I had to think. I had to think back. It was a couple days ago. Garrison. It's a great collaboration for you at home to hear that she doesn't know the name of her director. Uh, oh, the boys but, have the yeah. same. But Garrison, yes. So yeah. Do you feel like he relayed what you were, the information you were giving him, and putting on a good show for the viewers? At yeah, home? yeah. For the most part, there was a couple of times he like, you know, just would get overwhelmed with the buttons, which is like fair enough. Yeah. Okay. But just like, don't yell at them. Just be like, oh, it's fine. 
Okay. Just do better next time. So, just so, do better. Yeah, do just better, do better. Garrison. Be better. Be better. Yeah. Calmly. So that that, that begs a, uh, begs that brings up a great question. When it comes to the director, do you think it's important for the director to sugarcoat everything, or do you think they need to take charge and make sure that their crew knows, hey, I'm responsible for this broadcast. I'm going to push you to your limits, or I'm going to sugarcoat it and oh, if we miss that shot, we miss that shot. Um, I think you gotta find that good little uh the middle point here you don't okay. want to be too sugary but you don't want to be too spicy either you know oh. either end is bad <laughs> news you know what i'm saying like spicy barbecue maybe. yeah exactly okay. you got to find a good middle because you want them to like trust you and want to put out good work for what you're okay. asking and if you're kind of just being rude or if you're not giving them enough direction they're not going to be able to uh produce that okay excellent well, that's uh, fantastic. There's several more positions, but we can get into those at a later time. Uh, of the roles that you all have done so far, what is the least favorite that you've had? And we'll start with you. Well, I can't say that directing that soccer game was my favorite position. <laughs> As that the technical been... director of that game, I can say oh, it was Oh, wow. Yes, yeah, so there was no either. trust there, it sounds like. There was trust. Was I, just, I It was my you. first time <laughs> technical was, directing. Yeah, and was soccer also, was just. I think in my experience, yeah. it was. I hadn't worked a camera yet at all, and I was in charge of all these people who had done cameras multiple times and had also directed multiple times. So I felt, it felt weird being like, in a kind of like a power situation. Okay. I was telling all these people what to do. I didn't feel right, but now I feel so like you I didn't feel like you directing. had the. Uh, experience to, to be able to tell them what yeah. to do when you hadn't done it yourself. That's Definitely. interesting. That's, that's a good point that I, you know, when I make the schedule, mm-hmm. uh, I don't necessarily think about that. Um, you know, obviously everyone's new to the class and no one has, well, maybe somebody comes in with previous experience in high school or something, but I have to expect everyone's on the same level. So, you know, I'm trying to pick people that I feel can, can kind of work well in that position. And mm-hmm. so it's, you know, someone has to be the first one to do it, right? Exactly. And that's what I was kind of thinking when, like, going into it. I was like, you know, even if I wasn't doing it today, somebody else would be doing it, and it's probably also their first time. So I just kind of took it, and Good. I was like, this, this is the situation I'm in. We're just going to do it. And it totally get turned out fine. You only yelled at me once. I yeah, think. well, I mean, that's, <laughs> that sounds about I right. took it. Yeah. Cass, what about you? Um, I don't know if I have, like, a least least favorite position, but just because we do camera so often, sometimes it can just get repetitive. Oh. Okay. But I don't, like, not like doing it. Sometimes it's just, like, I don't know what other okay. shot I can get that I haven't already got a thousand times. Okay. So, so is that per sport? Like, do you think running camera for volleyball and running camera for football is a totally different experience, or is it just running camera in general that it's, like, Oh, I've already done the same thing. I think it's just kind of in general because when I did football versus volleyball, in the beginning, like the first half, I'm like, I'm getting all these great shots. I'm getting all these different perspectives. And then the second half, it's like I've already done these shots. I don't know what else I can do to, like, spice them up. Okay. Especially when the crowd's not, like, doing anything interesting, like dancing around yeah, or sometimes smiling or anything. You just kind of like, what am I supposed to do? Not very motivated by our football team. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, hot take. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll keep that under wraps. Uh, River, what's what's a position that you don't uh, So this one's really specific, but camera one on Sunday at a soccer game. Yikes, that it is was, specific. So for those that <laughs> don't know, Sundays, um, camera one is on the forklift, and for that specific day we were using the older cameras. So those were a little bit more difficult to manage, and yeah. so that so, experience just wasn't Okay, for those of you at home, 
for for you at home, uh, he said we used one of the older cameras. We actually had uh, the Friday before that Sunday soccer game, we had football or uh, volleyball and soccer at the same time. So we used our broadcast trailer for volleyball, and we didn't have time to move it uh, for the Sunday soccer, so we just stayed with the same system. So it was an older system. Uh, the forklift that he speaks of is actually a scissor lift. Yeah, yeah. And the, uh, the, kinda, kinda the, the camera <laughs> one gets raised up in the air uh, to be able to get that advantage point for that shot. So uh, I could see how that would be not so Super entertaining. Windy day, Super windy day. Oh, risk yeah. my life, but put on a good broadcast. Yeah. So. yeah. OSHA, if you're listening, go ahead and turn it off now. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, that's all good stuff. It's interesting to know, so I'll make sure that I put you on camera one for Sunday. <laughs> okay. uh, so uh, we're going to be back in just a minute. we got to pay some bills. Don't go anywhere. We'll talk more about broadcast on Build a Better Broadcast podcast. Heroes Restaurant and Pub is a local legend that has been serving Warrensburg since 1981. Come enjoy one of our award-winning burgers or everybody's favorite, Heroes Onion Rings. Whether it's lunch or a night out with friends, satisfy your cravings with our mouth-watering food and refreshing beverages. Check out our daily happy hour and nightly drink specials, and of course, the unknown hero. There is a great experience waiting for you at Heroes Restaurant and Pub, 107 West Pine Street in historic downtown Warrensburg. WK has been serving Central Missouri for over 100 years, a family atmosphere driven by four generations of ownership. Whether you're in the market for a car, truck, or SUV, our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff is here to assist with your next vehicle purchase. Or if your current vehicle needs maintenance, our award-winning service department with master certified technicians will work on any make or model. We want you to join the WK family and see why it's a great day at WK. Visit WKFamily.com or come see us in Sedalia and Boonville. Hi, welcome back to Build a Better Broadcast podcast. We've been talking about the different positions when it comes to a broadcast. Now let's get into the nuts and bolts of a broadcast, and that's setup, the dreaded setup. Um different from the previous instructors that have taught the class i have used my uh student engineer dylan pluth dylan's actually in our control room shout out to dylan uh dylan and i do a lot of the setup running the cables and stuff before crew call and uh the reason i do that is because i live by the motto uh, anything that can go wrong will go wrong Mm -hmm. so if we wait to run the cables an hour and a half before the game happens and a cable's bad and we don't get a signal from it uh, we, we won't necessarily have time to run a new cable and get signal from that camera. So we do that ahead of time. I know that causes some conflict, a little bit of issues, and we can talk about that. I think Cass has given me the, the <laughs> evil eye over here. I feel like she has something to say about that. But <laughs> let's go through the setup process and what, when you get to crew call, do you know what to do? Do you have to be told what to do? Do you just jump in and do something? River, we'll start with you. What, what do you do when it comes to setup? Well, originally, obviously, we didn't know anything. So that first game, it was. Are you saying you know something now? I know a little bit now. Okay, I like that. I I think I've learned in eight weeks. I think I've learned something. Okay, that's good. That's good. So yeah, that's good. Uh, But setting up that camera, it was. It's a little stressful just because you know it's worth so much money, and I'm like, I'm just a 19 year old kid with all this equipment. What am I? What happens if I if I drop (laughs) this? I am not in the financial state for this. So So (laughs) side note, what do what do you think would happen if you dropped it? What do I would. I'm going to jump off the roof. Oh, come on now. <laughs> I'm leaving real You're fast. Leaving. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, okay. where'd River go? So oh, no. wow. <laughs> he was on the ground. Why? 
<laughs> River's gone. Create okay, some well, sort of diversion. You know, I don't know, and I hope. Oh, they're having Jimmy John's. Yeah. I'll knock on wood here that that hasn't happened to that extent, but I, I don't know how I would react to that. Uh, something happened to that, but, uh, you know, uh, it's been suggested automatic F, but, you know, I would hope <laughs> that it wasn't something that uh, you did on purpose and that it was a pure accident. And that's why, Wouldn't again, I live by the rule, Murphy's Law, anything can go wrong will go wrong. So mm-hmm. You're making me nervous now. I'm going to really? drop a camera. No. See, <laughs> I'm going to make you nervous say. enough to where you're going to put in that extra detail, that extra attention to detail to make sure you don't drop it. So, you know, my kids, I've got two kids. I've got a seven, or yeah, 17-year-old and a 13-year-old, soon to be 14. And I always hear, well, I didn't mean to do that. And I always come back with, well, did you mean not to do it? Like, did you take the steps necessary <laughs> to not let it happen? So that if was, you're going to drop a camera, I hope that you took the steps for it not to happen and it just happened by pure accident it was fate to hit the ground no it was fate. (laughs) it was fate so okay setting up the camera is there a specific sport that's harder to set up the camera than another uh just carrying upstairs at a volleyball volleyball it really feels like a lot of steps those it's got to be at least 20 they're like at least a foot high they're pretty big steps they're oddly long yes those steps are so far apart interesting and sometimes the bleachers move if you get stuck behind like an old lady too it's really hard to get up and down the stairs (laughs) chill with the hot Um, okay not dissing on old ladies okay those stairs are difficult (laughs) i support elderly so i guess all right emily what do you think about setup what is it that uh we talked about the stairs a little bit. Have you uh, well, put any thought into that? <laughs> I've determined there's no good way to set up a tripod. There's I've never seen anyone like smoothly set up a tripod. It's embarrassing. Like, oh. I'll be setting it up and I'll be like, God, I look like I've never set up a tripod before. Wow. I would agree. Oh, I don't know. That's awesome. I, I always. I, I don't did like not know this. Tripods I've been are just. I've been taught. Is it because of the stairs times? or just no? It's in just general. because how they are. Yeah, just unclipping it and then, you know, releasing the one leg. And then you, even when you're putting it back together, you know, you put it all together. Then you can't put the legs up because it's too far in. Oh, and my God. It's just a mess. It's There's inherently no embarrassing. Way. A diagram for the people There's no home. sexy way to put up a tripod. <laughs> okay, that's interesting. All right, moving on. Cass, go well, ahead and, and give you know, it to me. I know I, you I got love, something to say. I love a good setup, you know what I mean? I, I, love, okay. I love it, you know. Right. However, with peace and love, like I said. I'm just saying, sometimes I don't know how to set up everything properly. And so when we're fully wiring up the whole shebang, I personally might not put a wire underneath the correct (laughs) stair. And therefore, then we have to rewire the whole thing. So sometimes I need over over, uh, direction so I don't put them up incorrectly. All right. So that that is a very fair point. And... I'm assuming you're talking about when we set up football after volleyball last Friday night. Yes. And we were running cables. Uh, I had a few students who volunteered to help set up. And as I can tell by how uh, Cass is phrasing this, that maybe I overreacted to a certain No, no, no. A, a no, you weren't, no? You know, okay. you weren't mean or mad at all. You were okay. just like, that's wrong. All right. We were like, yeah, I was just I did <laughs> like you. Like, yes, I was told it was wrong, and I literally couldn't have told you why, like at all. <laughs> really? Like I had no. I was just like, okay. well, the wire had to go here to here, yeah, and that's, that's what true. it's doing. That's, that's so <laughs> that's funny. So okay, so that's uh, I've got to be better at uh, point A to point explaining B. that ahead of time. <laughs> so 
and it was I'll late. write that down. It's late, and like everyone wants to yeah. leave, and then it's like, yeah. oh, Cash, you did this yeah, wrong. So let's do it for the third time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, that that does make sense. I understand that. So, um, so it sounds like setup is something that maybe, hopefully, you all take the advanced class. We're going to get more into the setup portion. Uh, you think you hate setup now? Wait till we do baseball and softball. I think it's fun. Ooh, okay. Set up for baseball and softball. Uh, none of our cables stay hooked up at all times. For football and, and volleyball right now, we have pre-ran cables that we just hooked to. Baseball and softball, we don't have that, so we're running the cables to each camera for every game. So you'll get your full share of setup when it comes to comes to that. So we're going to step aside real quick. When we come back, we're going to talk about my favorite part of a broadcast, and that's the media room of food. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Come on down to Bodie's on Pine and experience a Warrensburg staple. Need a break from the stress of papers and exams? We have dancing and live music from some of the hottest bands in the area. Want to showcase your hidden musical talents? We have karaoke with the $4 Wells every Wednesday night. We're open Wednesday through Saturday, 7 p.m. to 1.30 a.m. Also come see us for all of your fraternity and sorority parties or socials or casual get-togethers. Bodie's has been a staple in Warrensburg since 1976. That's Bodie's at 126 West Pine Street in downtown Warrensburg. Is there anything more important than your family's safety? Hi, this is Casey Lund from Collision Leaders. Cars and trucks today are manufactured differently, and not all body shops are certified to repair them properly. We've invested in your family's safety with the latest in cutting-edge technology and training. Go to any of our locations in Higginsville, Grain Valley, Odessa, Sedalia, Warrensburg, and our newest location in Marshall. Now with six locations, we can best serve West Central Missouri. Call Collision Leaders today in any market, or visit us online at collisionleaders.com. The crown of quality. All right, welcome back to Build a Better Broadcast podcast. Been speaking with some students from the Intro to Sports Broadcasting class. We've talked about setup. We've talked about positions on a crew. Let's talk about the important stuff, the food, right? One thing that draws me to a broadcast is not the paycheck. It's the food. Grub time. Grub time. Free dinner. The free dinner, yes. And so – Let's talk about it. What what do we like? What don't we like? I will start that conversation mm-hmm. with, and this this predates you all. Okay, so you all have not experienced this. Uh, Mazio's Pizza. I've eaten there once before. Okay. They, uh... In store, not terrible. The f- pizzas they brought to the broadcast were cardboard, nasty, nasty, nasty. So they don't do Mazio's anymore, thankfully. Oh, no. Wait. Didn't Didn't they they go out of business? Rightfully so. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. The one here Uh, closed. Yeah, it closed. So we don't get it from there anymore, thank goodness. Uh, So we don't have to worry about that. (laughs) One of my favorites, I like B-dubs or Zaxby's. Those are two of my favorites. But, uh, River, what food have you experienced so far? We're young in the semester here, but what's one that you're not a fan of and one that you just were like, holy cow, free food? Well, there's only... We had Jimmy John's pizza. I would say that's overall. Jimmy John's Sorry? pizza. Or, uh, or, uh, Jimmy John's Papa John's. Pizza. Papa John's. Jimmy John's pizza Papa John's. sounds interesting. Papa John's, Jimmy John's, the yeah. same. They're same John. Papa John's, probably. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, Papa John's Papa pizza. John's bad. Pizza. Good. 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 Okay. I enjoyed Papa John's pizza. Um, Me as well. My now that you mentioned two pizza. options are I compared stand. to Jimmy what? John's or Sonic, were my other two options, and I'll take Papa John's before those okay. two. You mentioned pizza. 
if you get a cheese pizza, is there a reason to Bro. say cheese, or is it just a pizza? Well, really? first off, I would not get a cheese pizza. Okay. <laughs> Smart. Absolutely. Smart. So. Okay, so Papa John's Pizza is your favorite. Um, <laughs> no other pizza? You haven't been at any other pizza? I know we had Pizza Hut the other night. Were you not on that crew call? No, oh, I missed I out on the Culver's crew pizza. call, too, which is Culver's really unfortunate. Yeah, that is unfortunate. I love Culver's. I feel like if they told us that ahead of time, I could get you all to sign up for more events. Loki. Yeah, for sure. But then you probably would show up for less events if it was. I would not true. show up on uh, Jimmy John's. Wow, it's probably okay. as much. I mean, right. I do enjoy Jimmy John's, but yeah, I do not. I could make up something. I'll I'll talk about <laughs> Jimmy John's here in a little bit, but let's go on. Let's move on. <laughs> Emily, what do you have to say about the food that we've had that you liked and one that you were like, oh gosh, I should have ate before I came. <laughs> this is not the fault of the restaurant at all. Okay. We had Sonic. Okay. Um, because of the time the food arrived and the time that we actually got to eat it, it was not warm. So we had Sonic like cheeseburgers and tater tots, I think. Cold. Not the best. Love not cold the food. Best, but again, not their fault. That's sarcastic. Okay. Don't, don't. And then That's on top of that, on top of that, I have the pal- like the taste palette of like a kindergartner. So like tomatoes, lettuce, pickles, not for me. And it was all up in there. I feel like kindergartners like pickles. Okay, no. well then, fine. No? A, a person don't? that doesn't no. like those things. That's me. Okay. And I had to pick it all off, and I was just sick of it. I was, okay, <laughs> I was, I was messed right. up. I was mad. So, what's one that you like? Um, I love a good Pizza Hut pizza. No one out pizzas the hut, as they say. Uh, <laughs> I love a good sliced pepperoni. Okay. Um, yes, pepperoni. The, right. I was impressed Is that pepperoni the, with cheese or... With cheese. Oh, do you have to pizza say that? Pizza always comes with cheese. I don't like oh, your it does. Pizza always does come with cheese. You <laughs> hear that? Yeah, okay. I did, actually. All right. okay. um, I was also really impressed with the Buffalo Wild Wings setup. When you said we got that, I was like, oh, well, we're all just going to get honey barbecue. But they had, like, the cups of each of the sauces set up yeah. for us to make our own wings. That was high class. Yes, high class. For free? Class. For free? It was free. Yes. That was great. So, Cass, go ahead and give us your trash take on cheese pizza. Okay, number one, obviously pizza. Cheese pizza is... It's just pizza. You don't have to say cheese. Listen, I don't think you're wrong. You're just throwing so much shade on my cheese pizza right now <laughs> that I feel like I have to defend it. It's like having a sandwich with no just mayonnaise. One, no one's going to no one's gonna offer you a slice of cheese pizza and say no. You don't think I would say no to cheese pizza? I know you wouldn't. Okay, like, if that was the only <laughs> option. Exactly. Well, no one's not, not going to want to eat it. But it's not. It's not your only option. Anyway. All right, move on. My least favorite, least. okay, this does hurt my heart to say a little bit because I used to work for Jimmy John's and I like their sandwiches, but when that. they deliver us sandwiches, it is plain, Jane, boring, nothing. It's not good. Okay. It's boring. It's not giving boring. To give you the, uh, a little insight for you, those of you at home, Jimmy John's, we used <laughs> to get private lunch boxes. From Jimmy John's. The lunchbox, those are so good. And it would have a full-size sandwich. Yup. It would have a bag of chips. It would have a cookie. cookie. And if you've ever had a Jimmy John's cookie. They're insane. You know how important that is. Yes. And then a pickle <laughs> in a the tiniest Ziploc bag I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. A little pickle. They're fun so to make. So those are good. Yeah, love them. What we've had recently, and I blame COVID for this, but what we've had recently is a box full of like half sandwiches. And it's kind of ironic because I used, huh? Are they even half? I don't know. It's, you think they're they, thirds? They cut them into thirds. Third, oh, even worse. Okay. For the longest time when we get these boxes, it would be like a box of 12 sandwiches. Or I don't know. What do you think is 12? It is 12. Okay. So it's like four rows of three, or is it three rows of four? I don't, I don't know. 
but they would put different flavored sandwiches in the same box. Well, once people start taking them out, they get moved to a different row. You don't know what sandwich it is. We had Jimmy John's the other night, and they actually put one flavor per box. It was so much better. I actually got the sandwich I thought I was getting, and that was much better. So I, I'm happy with that for the most part. <clears throat> You're raising your hand. I'm going to call on you. Yes, yes. Cass, do you have yes, something to say? Yes, thank you. Thank you. A Jimmy hack is if you take the sandwiches home, like as a uh, after dinner game okay. thing, and you sauce it up yourself, significantly better. You say sauce? Yeah. What kind of sauce? Um, I use sriracha mayo, but that's because I didn't have actual mayo, and it was the closest thing I had. So. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Um, you said sauce on the B-dubs. What, what sauce did you go to? Asian Zing is my favorite. Okay. Fun fact, after that game, I actually went to my parents' house, and my dad bought me a bottle from the shelf of, like, their Asian Zing sauce. Without knowing that you had it for lunch? No, he knew. Oh. Uh, so but I just thought went. that was sweet that oh, he went and got me that. Shout out to is. my dad. Yeah. Shout out to Jody. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Jody, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> so, River, uh, did you say what kind of Papa John's pizza you like? Uh, sausage pizza is probably sausage my favorite. Pizza. Yeah. Okay. Like just, sausage pizza. What's with the one toppings here? See, I'm a supreme guy or a meat. Well, there, like a meat there was lover, cheese on like it too. Canadian bacon. Also, <laughs> there's always cheese, River. He, I love cheese flying, pizza. Flying. All right. I'd like to thank my guest here today, the sports broadcasting class coming through, the Build a Better Broadcast podcast crew inside the booth. Like I said before, we have Dylan Pluth as a student engineer. We've got Jason. He's actually directing our live feed. We've got uh, our producer, Brian, and our audio engineer, Kenneth. We've had a great time. Come back in a couple weeks for our next episode. We can't wait to hear from you. Take it easy. Peace and love. Peace and love. Peace and love. Whatever that means. Don't eat yellow snow. Whatever that means. Don't eat yellow snow. It's a long season.